Hey guys, welcome to this podcast. Hey, hey, my week. I get I to go care. first one. I, hey, look at me. I'm the captain now. Welcome to non-sequiturs. Welcome Always to a suck. hot intro. This intro's warm because I'm coming in hot. It's a good thing we all have day jobs. Yeah, um... Welcome to a sweaty intro. <laughs> Go ahead, Matt. All right, let's do it. Welcome to Everything You Remember Sucks. I'm one of your co-hosts, Matt. I'm another one of your co-hosts, Colleen. And I am the co-host formerly known as a noob. Formerly known. So, What's your new name? Also currently. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's still the same. Our four friends that listen know our names and our voices. Do we even need an intro? It's a podcast. Man. Well, they're so screaming the hot. We're about to the blow intros, up. Flaming hot intros. You can't just cut those out. Well, one, yes. Yes. It's quality content. And right. clearly we're needing for content because it's definitely not. the. We definitely couldn't just continue forever with random bullshit. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> also, it's just it's podcast etiquette. Oh, true. I forgot. Yeah. I, I would hate to be called out by the... Uh, the etiquette police. Also, we're nobody. Who's you can't you can't just assume people know who you are. I'm not assuming that people know who I am, but I know our audience currently, and it's never going to grow. So don't be so pessimistic. I'm not promoting it. Are you promoting it? I post it in my podcast channel at work every once in a while. So that's actually it, that is promoting it. A noob can't tell anyone for. Fear of getting his license revoked. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, guys, he also ho- holds the world record for eating the most jalapeno poppers. No one he knows. had 118 pal- jalapeno poppers. No one could use context for this. Everyone could use everyone to the podcast. See, but now everyone knows that I'm talking about Joey Chestnut. Yeah, I mean, as soon Fair. as you said they he... could go Google most jalapeno poppers. Exactly. I don't even know if they had to Google. They're oh, either kolaches. like he either is Kobayashi or Joey Chestnut. Yeah. There, which there's a new documentary okay, on the those pa- two. Out. The Pizone record was in 2011. 7.5 Pizones. 2011. I guess that's an old Pizone. Ten minutes. A Pizone classic. The volume is not the thing. Salt potatoes! What, what? Oh my god, I'm really excited. I like him. And you know where? You know fucking where? Fucking bag milk all over again. Do you know where he won this competition? Fucking Baldwinsville, New York, <laughs> which is right yeah. next door to Central that Square. Makes sense. Did We're he win the competition for drinking the most bagged milk yeah, after that, too? Had- Wash him down with some chocolate milk pots. <laughs> He has yeah. 13 pounds of salt potatoes. Okay, clearly this guy's got a problem. I don't know. Seems like he's doing all right for himself. <laughs> Do you think he get, He definitely gets, like, appearance money? They're like, Joey, Joey, come to central New York. You're going to have to eat these gross-ass potatoes, but don't worry, we'll give you $150. What do you think a fan of Joey Chestnuts looks like? Uh, what kind of person? Like, splattered right with... Hot do- wet hot dog bun bits. I, feel I like- thought you were gonna say honey mustard. Which, no. Yeah, just like a little bit. Of, he's just a guy who always has a little bit of honey mustard on him. I mean, I don't think that Venn diagram is complete opposites. There's some no. middle there. He's so skinny. Well, no, 
if the fans of Joey Chestnuts were all competitive eaters themselves, mm-hmm. that's different. That's well, like, I, I don't think that's the case. No, no. It wasn't hot dog buns from them eating. It was from being in the front row of watching him eat. Oh, yeah. Getting, it's, it's like the splash zone. water yeah. debris. <laughs> yeah, the splash <laughs> zone of, of being that's a, in that's Joey a good Chestnut's way to presence. get a staff or yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to get MRSA. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> he has the record for... Hard-boiled eggs. 141 oh. hard-boiled eggs in eight minutes. <laughs> that changes a man. Do you think he just swallows the whole? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, two bites. Because they'll break down. A hard-boiled egg is not that hard. Yeah. So, the amount of cholesterol. It, yeah. Unlike, I mean, he did he did grilled cheeses. Grilled cheeses. He did jalapeno poppers. All of these will fundamentally kind of just break down in your digestive tract. Jalapeno poppers worries me. There's a lot of fiber. that's a lot of cream cheese, too. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Twinkies, 121 Twinkies. God. Twinkies are easy. Twinkies, that's insubstantial. It's weird. That makes sense. It's weird that the chestnut minute is rolling into everything you remember sucks, but again, um, Venn diagrams. Deep fried asparagus. First of all, people deep fry asparagus? That sounds good. Yeah, I could imagine that's good. He had 12.8 pounds in 10 minutes. Look, you deep fry some asparagus. Do these guys throw yeah. up when they're done? I don't think they can. I think that's like against regulation but like how long after can you wow 25 pounds of poutine yeah he's a poutine champ that was mentioned in the episode of yeah my brother, my i brother knew that, that he was a poutine champ but 25 fucking pounds was this a month squad bit or did they just somehow get on no he just he just launched into how do you it, not man. remember this if you guys are fans of podcasts which clearly you aren't because you're listening to this Maybe just listen to my brother. Yeah, turn brother this off and go into the huge back catalog of three actually funny people. Um, yeah, I've been working this on that This podcast catalog. is actually sponsored by my brother, my brother. They <laughs> yep. wanted us to give them a shout out. Yep. Uh, they're on our jumbo truck. Yeah. <laughs> Much cheaper jumbo yeah, truck. Yeah, they needed the on. bump. Yeah. We'll get that old sucky bump. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we need to work on yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> the explicit tag is going to have to get a little bit bigger on our podcast after saying Could that. you imagine if the explicit tag had to incrementally get larger based on how explicit something was? The Wild Wild West episode would just cover the whole episode oh, title. Oh, yeah, no. There's no title. Yeah. Explicit. <laughs> Wait. Colleen's not laughing at I'm us. I'm not no, laughing No, no. She's guys. doing her own thing. Did you guys know that there is a term for... Okay. Many eaters will attempt to put as much food in their mouths as possible during the final seconds a practice known by the professionals as chipmunking <laughs> mm, it's just a good name i love this i think pelicaning well i mean <laughs> relative to body size i suppose the chipmunk probably puts quite a bit more into their mouth yeah i think yeah. so okay you're not allowed to vomit any foods immediate during or immediately after yeah is he just like spewing out on the car ride home later suckers yeah uh, i think at that point in time he's waiting for a very different type of spew <laughs> oh. <laughs> and speaking of a different type of spew how about we record this podcast <laughs> okay okay i'll, I'll research yeah. competitive eating later <laughs> yeah maybe we'll, maybe we'll do a throwback for when he first threw down against kobayashi and that was in 2007 i don't know might be getting my dates mixed up 
Anyway, we have to do a very special Patreon episode where Colleen has to eat a bunch of hot dogs. Yep, and we'll record it. It'll be ASMR. I'm throwing up already just thinking about it. Yeah, you know what? That might appeal to a weird part of the internet. (laughs) Maybe it can't be Colleen. Are we trying to get listeners or not? (laughs) But then if it's you and me, that might appeal to another weird part of the internet. (laughs) I don't know if there's winning in this scenario. Not for where I have to see our listeners are coming from on the analytics piece. Hey, man, I uh, listeners are listeners. <laughs> all I'm saying is the ad money spends the same. Yeah, all zero dollars of it. Yeah. Spends real good. Anyway, Legends of the Hidden Temple, you guys. I'm just saying if we got big in the bear community, we might make money. <laughs> I think that's how Warren Buffett got his fortune. <laughs> it is how Warren Buffett got his fortune. <laughs> I can't tell you what Warren Buffett does. Real estate? Real estate to bears. Yeah. Both the animals and the gay community. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, primarily the animals. Yeah. Caves are expensive. Yep. Yep. Got them. (laughs) Niche market. Anyway, we did Legends of the Hidden Temple. This is a super near and dear to my heart episode because I watched a shit ton of this when it was on regular Nickelodeon and even more of it when it was on Nick Gas Game and Sports Network because Uh, I was a rich kid with cable. Fucking... That name could not exist today, right? Yeah, no. gas. <laughs> the internet would combust. Yeah, it's just like, oh man, there's so much about this show that I don't know if I could survive in the era of the internet. But it's a great show. I could have watched a thousand episodes of I this. I want it to come back and for them to have challenges for adults. But not like Ninja Warrior or whatever that weird show is. Um, like, I want it to still be the easy ones. But it's only funny because it's children who can't do tasks. Yeah, but I'm sure plenty of adults couldn't do these tasks either. As we're sitting on our couch going like, stupid fucking kid, can't even climb a slippery horse. Hold your legs up, idiot. Yeah, um, I mean, Wipeout was a show. Yeah, exactly. Like, People are doing this. Japan does it all the time. Yeah, but I want it to be specifically Legends of the Hidden Temple rebooted. Okay, make it happen. Okay. Anyway, before we get into the two episodes we watched, Legends of the Hidden Temple came out in 1994 and aired till 1996. I'm not definitely just reading right from the Wikipedia page. It was only two years? Yeah, 120 episodes in two two years. Yeah, because they're like two seconds long. But how did you watch well, so, this? You guys, I mean, interesting I, thing. They reran them forever, yeah, exactly. right? Because it's not, there's no streaming. So if you don't see an episode of it, it just, it doesn't exist. And they changed the awards every time they screen it again. What? So yeah, they're different each time they screen it. I was reading an interview from somebody who had done the show. Uh-huh. And she said each time she's seen her episode on TV, it's been different awards. And that she didn't even know what the award was while she was competing. Okay, yeah. So here's an interesting fact that I learned. This was filmed at Universal Studios along with Guts in the actual building that they show at the end, which was like the Nick TV Studios yeah. in Orlando, Florida. And sometimes contestants would win visits to Universal Studios, which they were already at and most of them lived by because they were doing casting calls for kids there. That's really funny. So you would get... A two-day pass to a park that you likely were either already visiting or could visit at any time because you have like a season pass or something. That's so silly. This show must have only had a budget of like $10 in prizes an episode. Because I, I feel like we'll get into it. Yeah. But God Oh, damn. yeah. We're going to dig into it because I took notes on what prizes were available. <laughs> All right. It, 
120... I literally cried laughing at one point it when we so found good. out what the prize was. <laughs> so good. 120 episodes, 33 winners of the Temple Run. Oh, I got. I saw 32. Okay, weird. Bad accounting. Someone on Nickopedia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I'm sure it's close. And hosted by Kirk Fogg, who... I should probably look into this. He's probably in prison because... I don't know. It just weird vibes uh, come. He's from done interviews. But yeah, <laughs> he's got a lot of energy. He's got a little bit of cocaine energy. Oh, yeah. for sure. Apparently, just a, a whiff. This was his first gig. He just showed up to a casting call from his headshot. Never had worked with kids. Never had hosted a game show. And they're like, doesn't yes. like kids. Specifically requested to remove kids <laughs> from the show. Was banned he he wasn't allowed to do that he tried every episode that's why he's always repelling down from the ceiling is that's him breaking into the studio the thing is he repels down to the ceiling because he wants to be as far as possible away from the children before the show starts the temple guardians were all just his friends who hated kids as well they weren't even part of the show but nick couldn't get rid of them because they were hiding inside of the set (laughs) The I, I have two more trivia bits before we get into the structure of the show. One, the guy who played Olmec was in the head. Like Wait, moving really? God. moving the mouth and he had his microphone in there, and that's where he would broadcast the, the show from. That's silly. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's so, quite a gig. Do you think that's air conditioned? I, I hope feel like no. it's not. No. But yeah, yeah, he's the it's the same voice who does Olmec and the prizes. Like the here's what they've won. Yeah. Imagine if you got those mixed up. Yeah, he's like, it's like, oh, fuck. Today, we're talking about the Silk Sash of Mulan. Why does... I want to talk about it more when we get to the Temple Run, but why we'll does Olmec groan when the gate opens? Oh, he's into it. Olmec, when he says Shrine of the Silver Monkey, that statue Dude, is he, that half chub. Yeah. You know it. You know it? He is all Olmec's, in. He's he's nasty. He is. He a pervert. Very, very nasty. And the last trivia bit, because I think this is just like child torture in some form. The first episode took 18 hours to film because they hadn't ironed out all of the kinks or anything yet. So those kids were on set for 18 hours? Yeah, exactly. And they, those kids were on set for obscene amounts of time for a 24-minute show. Like, every single episode took very long. Yeah, apparently they got the average down to 12 hours by the time they were done. What? Because, 12 hours. Because what they would do is they would do multiple episodes in one day. So they would let everyone do the moat. They would let everyone do the thing. And that's why, like, if you look, the moat is filled or the audience is gone sometimes because they're filming it at different times, even though it's the same four Whoa. kids or eight kids, whatever. Yeah. Whoa. Can you imagine being like a 10 year old, like physically exerting yourself? No. And it's like, you're going to be trapped in this studio. No wonder these kids were so bad at it. Jesus. Oh my God. They're yeah. exhausted. Like the f- One of them said by the time they got to the temple, they were so like physically exhausted. They just couldn't even hear what Olmec was saying. Like they were just wiped out. Yeah. My mind All is for absolutely- a fucking CD player. Yeah. <laughs> and duffel bags. <laughs> Um, okay okay oh wait and one last thing that i found in a very uh in-depth article from the nerdist the the winningest team is the green monkeys the green monkeys interesting silver snakes close second that makes sense i mean they're just the baddest teams yeah yeah they got they got that 
snake energy, man. That big snake energy. <laughs> the big snake energy. So we watched two episodes. Colleen and I watched a bonus that we'll talk about. We watched the Silk Sash of Mulan and... Oh, fuck. What was the second one? The Bonnet? <sighs> the Bonnet of Dolly Madison. The Bonnet of Dolly Madison. There we go. And then we also watched the Milk Bucket of Fridus. Yep. As our as our bonus. Oh wow, because that really gets into a theme of they must have been running out of some fucking legends. <laughs> because Silk Sashu Mulan, okay, yeah. yeah, legend, totally fine, whatever. Fucking the bonnet of Dolly and Madison, like she's just a lady. Yeah, like I love <laughs> who exists. <laughs> Let me go over the structure of the show because we could talk about it on the steps of knowledge. But I feel like as a kid, I thought maybe I didn't. It's so long ago. Who can remember what I thought? But I was like. Wow, these historical tales. Like, what trivia? It's like, Olmec is embellishing the shit out of this. Oh, for sure. Uh, Olmec, in addition to being a nasty stone pervert, is a straight-up liar. <laughs> and a little bit of a racist in the Milan episode, right? Yeah, oh, yeah what for are you sure. Be? Yeah, okay, okay. It Comes with the, the territory. Come on. Everybody was racist. I mean, Disney Those kids did were racist, Mulan. for sure. Yeah, movie. Yeah, okay, okay. So we've got <laughs> six teams that start. Six teams that start. They've got to cross the moat. <laughs> that's some comic gold right there <laughs> just can't even think about it without chuckling a little bit then they got to get down the steps of knowledge through three temple games to beat the other team and then they do the temple run where they find the artifact somewhere in the spooky temple and it all happens in 24 minutes the games are only like 60 seconds long so there is not much content happening here outside of kirk telling you what's happening in the prizes and man does it fly by yeah they felt like two second episodes it's crazy yeah i mean i think the moat and the steps of knowledge are like the longest parts of the episode for sure but they're the least interesting yeah definitely so let's talk yeah let's talk about well, the, the moat's moat. fun the moat is always crossing some water obstacle so sure. we saw um one where they had a swing across i think that was in the bonus episode mm-hmm. where they have to each take a turn swinging it was the bonnie the bonnet has swinging okay. across the one yeah. we watched was one where they had to go on top of the rings and get across that and then the mulan one they had to dive through like eight rings to s- yeah they had to go through rings that were suspended over water so the first thing that comes across to me in the moat is that do the kids have any opportunity to talk strategy or anything because it looks like some of them have never even moved before okay first of all I'm pretty sure the first one that we watched with them going over those like weird tube things, I feel like that was like hour 17 of 18 because those kids had no fucking energy. They were not pumped. None of them were smiling. None of them were laughing. Like all the other episodes, the kids were like, yeah, let's get into it. And these guys were like, and then they just kind of crawled Silk Sasha Mulan. First of all, the silver snakes looked pretty fucking happy. (laughs) I'll say those guys fucking tanked it. And then the blue barracuda just pulled it out in the end, but they were losing. They didn't have anybody across, and then the second blue barracuda got across in like six seconds. This is what makes no sense. It's like, and I think it happened in the one where they have to swing. It's like sometimes one person doesn't even make it across. Yeah. It's just like you're watching these people flail in the background as other teams are successfully doing it, and you're just like, 
just stop at that point. Yeah, just give it up, man. You looked so embarrassing, like trying to. God, I feel bad ragging on kids. Trying but... not to. Well, there was. Uh, well, you flashback to the Barney episode. We've done some <laughs> shit. It's all insane. The like one kid that was just stuck. I think he was on the red team. He was just stuck in like the middle of the tubes, and he was just like trying, like wiggling his body, like trying to get out. It was so embarrassing. I felt bad yeah, for him. I don't. I don't really get sort of the the design of these puzzles like clearly they have the constraint of like we have a moat yeah we built the moat we spent all our money on the hill hidden <laughs> temple now we have a moat you got to get across the boat right okay yep. fine fine but like some of these puzzles are wildly varying levels of difficulty yes. right like the mulan puzzle get through the eight rings that are in a row seems relatively reasonably different yeah totally. it's like there's there's enough rings you'll get caught up on one yeah that works for me. Yeah. The bonnet episode, it was the one where you just swing across. Right. Which, it just, there's nothing to that. You just gotta swing. It's also not fair for, like, it's like all you had to do was jump high. You just had to get above, like, the, the, the arc that puts you in the water. And it's I like, if you're love, a short kid. I love that he was, well, no, if you're a short kid, you got short legs, you don't have as far up to lift your legs. Oh, it's true. just... It's just how it works. But I love that he was like, all these kids are really struggling. And he's like, yeah, you got to jump high. Yeah, jump high. Yeah, lift well, your legs Well, as up. we've covered, he does not like children. <laughs> and his purest joy, he's actually, the reason they had to cut it down from 12 hours, is several scenes where he rushes to the boat to hold the kid down. <laughs> no, his pure joy is hitting the fucking gong button. The face oh, on that man. guy's face when he hits the gong is... Well, oh, you know, that. he hit the gong when he hits the gong, yeah, exactly. you know? If you catch, if you catch my drift. <laughs> oh. No, but, but another thing that I learned about the show is that the kids were random pairings. So I think oh, that's yeah. why there's, like, weird energy on some of the teams. It's like you just show up and they're like, here's Jonathan. It's like the high school bully and you're like, or I guess middle school bully, and you're like, oh, like, I hate this guy. The Jonathan, yeah. Jonathan, the guy is going to not hit his growth spurt early enough and won't be able to swing over this moat so you're gonna get sent home on minute four. well yeah i mean that's a big thing with like your 10 to 14 year olds very key biological changes happen during that time like a 10 year old versus a 13 year old is not a fair fight it's like this kid's got peach fuzz and he's like yeah we're doing the one where uh you just gotta just beat the other person i'm just gonna kick his ass turn it into this weird fight club towards the later yeah. seasons a little bit darker, but two teams enter, one team leaves. <laughs> oh, but tell them what the win! A new backpack from Jansport. <laughs> it's not even Jansport. It's, it's East not Pat- even Jansport. <laughs> the audacity that they're like the most popular backpack in America. It's like motherfucker. Oh, I'm glad you guys noticed that too, because that is the first thing I noticed. I'm like, who the fuck is East Pack? East Pack is the stepdad of backpacks. Oh this is your new backpack. So much off. There's so much to unpack with the prices. Okay. Do you want to talk about the mo- like the teams who got across the moat at all? Because you have detailed notes. Well, I have detailed notes. I didn't specifically pick the teams that went across. Okay. But I did want to ask at this critical junction, right? First of all, can we agree that the lamest teams are the orange iguanas and the purple parrots? The orange iguanas are the worst team in yep. the statistical breakdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they are just in general. And what's the red team? The Red Jaguars. Red Jaguars. The Red Jaguars are like not that. doing anything yeah. for me. They, well, they didn't do well. Yeah. But uh, what I what I would say 
Because the follow-up question is, which team would you guys be? Blue Barracudas. We almost ordered t-shirts for Halloween already, so... Okay, I was going to say Silver Snake's yeah. second choice, Blue Barracudas. Silver Snake's think, in my second pick. I think I feel Silver Snake's more than I feel Blue Barracudas. What? <sighs> but I also really like Green Monkeys, so... I would say at that age, I probably would have done Green Monkeys. Yeah. Green, at that age, I probably Green Monkeys Green is Monkeys. pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I used to very much identify with the fact that my Zodiac was a monkey. Yep. And so I was like, oh, this this isn't me. Yep. Uh, nowadays, I've, I've thrown that such childish things away. <laughs> yeah, as you can clearly You can't tell. hold on to that any longer. No, no. So You can't hold on to that. So how do we want to do this? Do we, we're going to go each step for the two episodes, right? Like, we don't need to come back to the moat for the, the bonnet. Right, like, right. Okay. What I was thinking is we get through Silk Sash, and then the bonnet and the next episode will go much faster because we've covered the basic framework gotcha. of how these episodes okay, work. Okay. So Silk Sash, the uh, first award for the for the moat BK Ratchet sneakers. <laughs> BK Ratchet. What? <laughs> what, a, what British knight? I've never heard of that before. <laughs> and then the kid just glides away through the streets of New York. Come on. What, what is that shoot? First of all, well, we don't even know if that was really the award that they got, True. but it was shoes. Yep. Solid. Okay. Okay. So we get, they get the shoes. The losers get the shoes, right? Yep. Then we go on to the story of Mulan. Mm-hmm. They chose a distinctly tamer version of Mulan, yeah, right? Because the real Mulan like commits suicide because she gets conscripted to be the emperor's concubine and by real mulan i mean the most popular story of mulan <laughs> no idea if mulan's real or not <laughs> but mulan they tell the story and then the trivia which at first my first reaction to the trivia is like this is stupidly easy let's talk through the steps of knowledge there's three steps you have to answer questions for and it's a buzzer beater question right but because these kids don't understand games at all there's no penalty for not answering I right. I was just about to say, they really should have had, uh, if you get it wrong, you, you go, go back, back up. up a step. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have yeah. enough questions for that because these dumbass kids would all be on the top step by the end of it because they're all just slamming their foot down and Kirk Fogg is just snapping also, his microphone Also, it's been 36 hours yeah. <laughs> without sleep, without food. <laughs> Um, they're bound to the steps of knowledge because of the curse of Olmec's temple. Like, <laughs> they can only use the bathroom in the moat. Yeah. And the thing is, if you got to look at the kids who are going to run the moat the next. Yep. And they're looking at you and they're like, please don't. And you're like, but I got it. <laughs> so it's a different. And you can only drink from the moat. Yep. So you got to pick a certain side. Yeah. It's really rough. <laughs> I don't know if that moat was chlorinated. Probably not. No. No. Oh, God. <laughs> Okay, so we're on the steps of knowledge, and our four teams are lined up. The first questions, what were you saying? So I, I at first I was like, these are too easy. Mm-hmm. What I kind of like about it is that the game then becomes like, you can't listen to the whole question. You have to answer before the question yep, is done. absolutely. Otherwise, you just can't win. So it almost becomes a physical challenge in and of itself. Yep. Because the question's stupidly easy. It's like, what is the color blue? <laughs> Mulan Ooh. was in this country. And yeah. That was an actual fucking question. Yeah, I know it was. Yeah. Okay. When did Mulan come out? The movie? 
I'm trying to trying to. <clears throat> Colleen never when looks at the mic when she's talking. Mulan come out. <laughs> I always look at my husband because he's in the room. God, do you want me to go stand on that side? Yeah, that would be better. When uh, did Mulan come out? Bef- after uh, this, for an, sure. Unimportant to this. This was 1994. This episode. So. Yeah. So it was after. Yeah, like 98, 99 probably. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, you know, I didn't consider that. I didn't even really think of that. 98. Yeah. Wow. So like Mulan yeah. wasn't a thing that kids would know about. I mean, so like in my, my brain, I was like, oh, a thing about Mulan, that makes sense. And then the next one, whoever the fuck that was, I was like, this doesn't make sense. But really, neither of them make sense because nobody was really talking about Mulan. So, no, no, but no one's talking about the... Exactly. Dolly Madison but and exa- her bonnet. That's my point. Exactly. Cause, but then I was thinking if Mulan had come out, it oh, would have been, been like better. a no-brainer, right? Like everyone would have known everything about Mulan or at least... They should have just know. done all tie-ins to like movies and pop culture. Yeah. Kids would have crushed it. Well, it's it. a little known fact, but the movie Mulan is actually based yeah. on this episode, this episode. of Legends right. of the Hidden Temple. No, probably yeah. somewhere like one Disney exec was like, I was watching this nickelodeon show the other day and one story really captivated me i was watching reruns uh where the prize was a saving spawn <laughs> well, we'll, get, we'll get to that two shoes <laughs> apparently <laughs> more shoes yeah yeah, shoes. yeah yeah but the trivia stupidly easy it's all about the stomp speed right yeah it's all about the stop, and then only two teams go. The attrition is so fast, yeah. too. To think that you were standing around for like, okay, so this is the second challenge, so it's been six hours or so. <laughs> You've been waiting. Yep. They had to take down the moat, and then you start the steps of knowledge, right? And you lose in like the space of fucking 10 seconds, 20 yeah, seconds. Yeah, it's, it's like crazy. so quick. Yeah, Ugh. it's like, it's so fast, and also teams get left in the dust, like, immediately. It's just, like, one team is at the bottom, and then one other team pulls away, because there's only three answers you have to get right. There's so always like, yeah. there's always that one team that doesn't answer a single yep. question. Yep. Doesn't even try. It's like, oh, you can see, like, they're really sad, and the kids at the bottom are celebrating. Yeah. yeah it hurts. I mean, I feel like they should hard pan. Hard zoom on the kids who are really sad. Yeah. And just really milk that. Yeah. Because I think they missed an opportunity. That would have been... And then Kirk's always patronizingly like, oh, you guys did a great job. They did, well, a, the they did a great thing, job. I think the great, the good thing is, though, they did get a copy of Jungle to Jungle. So <laughs> not, they're not going on, away empty handed. Olmec, tell them what they won. And then it's Jungle to Jungle, which is really a curse. Fucking Jungle to Jungle. That VHS embeds itself in your VHS player, and you can never get it out. The only movie you get to watch from then on is Jungle to Jungle. (laughs) It's Jungle to Jungle. Um, Wait, um, fuck. How do we not talk about Olmec's puns? Every time they start the game, he says something punny, like, let's rock the moat. Oh, yeah. I th- didn't he say that twice? No, he, I think the other time he says "Let's rock" because he's a rock. Mm, good one. Okay, it, it's good. it's good. It's good. Good one. It's great. It's great. Great interjection. Really nailed it. That's my bit on the podcast. You, as I come can back, can you feel why we skipped that, Matt? Can you feel the energy in the room right now, or the lack no, thereof? I suppose. <laughs> I'm just. I feel the fans listening to it being like, "Oh my god, my favorite part of the show, Olmec puns." Yeah, I can't believe he remembered. Our fans, you mean like Kale, yeah. four people? And me, apparently, when I try to get the intro music. 
You don't listen to our podcast? Why would I live it? Yeah. Kali, nobody listens to our podcast. <laughs> I listen to it when we when I edit it. Kaylee's sitting at home refreshing it, being like, I'm doing this for you, babe. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, because yeah. it'd be just as curse of jungle to jungle. <laughs> <laughs> You've caught malignant jungle to jungle. <laughs> It's in your blood now. <laughs> All right. We're, we're in the temple okay. games, and I'll go over some mechanics yeah. of how this works, and then we'll dive into it. Three games. The first two are individual. The second one, the third one is with both team members, and you're competing for pendants of life, which are basically tokens that give you a get out of temple guard free pass when you're what in the temple. What happens if you just get half of one? It doesn't work. And... They put the other half in the temple so you could find it as you were doing the run. And you can shank a temple guard. <laughs> yeah, very yeah. sharp. Yeah, for sure. They're very sharp. Don't trip. <laughs> They're actually sharpened so that Kirk's friends can use them on the children. Right. Well, that's the thing. If the Kirk's friends get to the other half, anything goes in the temple, baby. You're in the jungle now. The song Welcome to the Jungle is actually about <laughs> that's a good that's a good joke it's just hitting me <laughs> it was pretty funny good thing we got him he holds this podcast together anyway so they are competing in the games we've got the blue barracudas and the silver monkeys you just want that to be well so the silver monkeys aren't a team the silver snakes yeah, the Silver Snakes are a team. They didn't get this far. Though. Oh, okay. Uh, I believe it was the Green Monkeys. Yeah. And um, I think it was the Blue Barracudas. Yeah, the Blue Barracudas are yeah. the ones who do the temple run, so. Yeah, yeah. So I think the Green Monkeys were with them. Okay. All right, so. The Silver Snakes lost on the ta- the knowledge. Steps they got jungle to jungle, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, they got jungle to jungle. They're so the real they're winners. They're probably dead now. They probably killed themselves. Yeah, probably. They're they're it's both like, just sitting in some like the ring. insane asylum somewhere, just like rocking back and forth, thinking about how many times they had to watch Jungle to Jungle. Jungle to Jungle. I bet anytime someone came over to, they're like, "Oh, honey, let's show them the movie you want on your game show." What wife would do that to them? What significant other? Rather, <laughs> the curse of Jungle to Jungle. Group. Yeah, like your significant other just loves the fact that you were on. Legislated temple. That's why they're with you, and unfortunately, you know that. I I, I, I got to do the math here, but there's. I wonder if I've ever come in contact with a legends runner. You almost certainly have. You think yeah. so? I mean, how many kids yeah. were on each episode? No, there's only a thousand, roughly a thousand and five hundred kids. Yeah, you either know a temple runner or know somebody who knows a temple. That seven degrees of temple runners. Seven degrees of temple. All right, let's get if, let's get into. If these you're games. seven degrees away from Kevin Bacon, you have to be three degrees I mean, away three from the temple runner. Three degrees back. Yeah, yeah, for okay. sure. Three degrees away from temple runner is going to yeah, be but, my erotica type. But probably like six or seven degrees away from someone who won. Uh, if I'm seven degrees away from one person, well, so oddly enough. All 32 or three teams mm-hmm. that won all had Kevin Bacon on them. <laughs> So you're actually seven degrees yeah. away from the winner Perfect. of the Temple Run. Perfect. <laughs> they shouldn't have let him keep competing because clearly he had an unfair advantage. 
just honed his skills. He could dive through the ledges. Slip right That's through. how he got in shape. Yeah. Kevin Bacon, initially very overweight. Mm-hmm. That's why they called him Kevin Bacon. Now he holds on to that name as a, a mark of pride. He says, for once I was Bacon, but now I am Kevin. I am legend. That's what that movie he was about. actually is the legend of the Hidden Temple. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the titular legend of the Hidden Temple. <sighs> right. Anyways, steering us back on course because that's so my we get other to the role. three temple games, right? We got two teams left. Yep. Three temple games. Mm-hmm. They w- have a chance of winning a total. So what happens is if each of them win a total of one pendant, like yeah. one team wins the first two, and then the other team. There wins. is a tiebreaker question on the steps of knowledge that is time to answer as well. That puts them <sighs> ahead. A to- just a single question? I think a single from... We, we didn't have any episodes, but in my in my research, it's a single tiebreaker question. Okay. And if you don't sweep, if you don't get two life pendants, yep. you're fucked, right? Yeah. Like, there's no way. Interesting thing in the statistical breakdown of the show, you are more likely to win the temple with less pendants. Interesting. Interesting. Maybe you're not as reckless. Yeah, maybe you're just like... You got the fear of death. Exactly, exactly. I still don't... All I'm saying is, do you see those kids come back? I mean, sure, you see a kid come back, but... I guess I still don't get how it works. Why? Like, I just... I watched this as a kid, and I wasn't into, like, the rules. Like, I I liked all this stuff. But then as soon as I got into the... Yeah, there's a lot of rules for the temple. There's a lot of rules. No, there aren't. Run through the temple. Don't get Every caught. Every room has a puzzle associated with That's it. But what? Rule. But where do these things That's come from? And when do they? When do they come out and get you? It's random. So how is there? If it's random, how is there a Colleen, statistical breakdown that if you have less, you'll have more chance of winning? That's that's just how the data. Yeah. It just happened that way. Correlation does not mean yeah, causation. It just happened because it's just thirty people. It's like yeah. pretty easy for it to just like shift one of the statistics one of the wins too like an example of how the show worked and how they had to like rig up the temple every time is one of the routes a door was supposed to stay locked but they didn't lock it so the guy only had to go through like three rooms and beat the temple in like a minute and 10 seconds yeah so how do you know where to go when you get in the temple so you do know where the item is and once you have the item all the doors the temple guards won't attack you And the other thing you know is uh, the route that Omek tells you. But at this point in time, it's been five days since you've had food and water. So you can't <laughs> You're delirious. Yeah. You're delirious. The, you can you, see the temple the whole time. So, like, they know the general layout, I hope. Yeah. And the thing is, you've only been eating the losing teams. Yeah. You know? Yeah. At, at some point in time, the, the mad, the kuru, <laughs> sort of a prion-based disease that affects cannibals, has set in. And so you don't know the difference between a temple guard and your own hand. Right. You know? You're, You're seeing chomping. temple guards left and right. You know? How do we get to the temple? We didn't talk about any of the games. We're like, I know. I'm trying to stop Colleen, but she just went. She just does her own thing. So there's three games. You have a chance to win half for each game. right? And then a full in the last one. And then a full in the last one. Uh, In terms of the... The spinning game. There's a game where you have to spin a disc around 12 times. Dude, right? there is a lot of spotters on that game. Yes. Yeah. I was very impressed by their safety. Did you see how haphazardly they're flipping the counter? They're just like, uh... Yeah, the guys with the counter fucking fire those into yeah. it. Was absolutely, they're not doing it. It was a good absolutely job. a tie. And then at the end, one of them is like, eh. 
and flips it back. And the blue barracudas yeah. went. Well, no, and they flipped it extra. Shit. So basically the, the red thing went over the center when they were at eight. Or no, no, no. They got to eight and it went over. And then it went back the opposite way. And he still counted it as the ninth one. And I was like, nah, brah, that's wrong. Well, we didn't describe the game well enough. The kid has to be on this 45 degree angle disc and turn it. Like that's somehow challenging. But these kids yeah, are... Yeah, it's like a disc on a pivot. These kids are spinning around have 12 times. Such speed, they're getting flung off left and right. <laughs> it's like hamsters when yeah. they go too fast on their wheel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought these kids did this very competently. This yeah. is actually like, one of the better challenge executions in the, the Legends episodes we watched. I think so. Right, right. And it was, it was relatively well done. Yeah. Okay. Then... They have to put braids onto the horses mm-hmm. of Mulan. Essentially, they have to hump their way up a pole that's at 45 <laughs> degree angle while being sprayed with water. Right. It's, a, I mean, Omex a perfect, yeah. right? Is, so we've already established that. This was inappropriate, and they had this in two of the episodes that we watched, and I felt uncomfortable watching it each time. Like, clearly, yeah. as a child watching this, you're like, well, that looks so hard. And then, like, just it's wrong it's so wrong when you're an adult yeah some 13 year old boy is destroying his newly acquired testicle <laughs> against this wall well all for a fucking jan sport they're not, not even a jan sport east pack sorry fucking it up the whole time too it's like oh my all right, gosh. climb this log and then it, did they execute the kids as soon as they laid down because <laughs> they look lifeless <laughs> just like a timer counts down to 60 well, as they get sprayed with water not moving well it's been seven hours without food or water yeah, maybe they're dehydrated yeah, yeah. and admittedly they're all just under the, the water like... was a waterboarding <laughs> but they're so bad at this they're just so bad. Oh, man. And the one, was it in the bonus episode? The one where the girl just kept putting her fucking yeah. foot down? And <laughs> it was so they were like, frustrating. Yeah, so there's a rule you can't put your foot down because you, that would be cheating. And then every yeah. five you seconds. You gotta hump your way to victory. You can't use your feet. Right. Every five seconds, Only Kurt's your... like, back to the start. Back to the start. Back to the start. She just starts, like, touching the ground and then, like, getting off herself because she realizes that she's fucking it up. And then she, like, has to go start it. It was so, she didn't even make it up once. So embarrassing. 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 What was the last last one in this one? The last one is kind of interesting. It's it's the what is it? It's jumping, some sort of jumping thing. No, isn't the jumping one in the? Maybe it's in this one. I thought the jumping ones where they have to grab the presidents. Oh no no sorry, the last one is the swing. So one teammate swings their other teammate to knock down sort of three pins. Oh, oh my god! Whoever knocks down three first or just knocks down the most. Screaming at my fucking TV. No, it's it's so bad. First of all, guys, more pins. Okay, three, not enough. No. But also apparently <laughs> plenty. plenty. Yeah. So I guess I guess fuck me because. <laughs> I'm looking at this and I'm like, this is done in yeah. like six seconds. And they just swing dead center <laughs> over is, and over is like, and over. Put 60 <laughs> seconds on the clock, Olmec, and then you get the cool and you're like, alright, yeah, 10, 15 seconds, tops. And then all these kids have to fucking do is just grab him and aim him at the next one. It's like, no, I'm going to push him no. straight forward and he's going to flail his dumb child ass in this <laughs> burlap sack. Six feet off the ground until he hits something. Just, just so impossible. And they're just like, 
pushing and jumping over the line. That blue barracuda kid is like two legs over the line every single time. Blue barracuda <laughs> like, calm down. goes to the temple almost by default because they won the first one and then it was a tie for these next two. Yeah. And it's like, all right, I guess they're going. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, they get the second one no. at the end. Oh, do they? Right. As the buzzer yeah. beats, they uh, hit the right. second pin. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, huh. yeah. My... I forgot I to mention that. that, like, my biggest complaint with this show was just how it was filmed. Like, they'd be showing a close-up of kids that weren't doing anything, and then in the background, like, somebody was winning, and I found that incredibly frustrating. Like, I just wanted the... Pe- like, I, I feel like if they recorded it now, they'd have the... the in the corner of the screen, like, a close-up, and then the... Or, like, the... Maybe a corner of the screen has, like, the, the big shot that shows everyone, and then the actual screen is, like, them zooming in. And I wanted it so bad, because I just kept being, like... And and then he's, like, announcing, oh, and the silver or whatever are in the lead. And you're, like, well, where the fuck are they on my screen? Yeah, it's not... Yeah, I produced. also think the dub of his voice would not be real-time. If you were filming this now, you would redo it after the fact yeah. like you'd have a guy there announcing yeah i mean for, there's a reason the they made on. 120 episodes of the show in two years though because they're just cranking out like every yeah and they're all on copious amounts of cocaine and, yeah. like so yeah much. it's fun to watch the show in the context to then talk about it on a podcast i can't imagine being an adult watching this with your kid like just pulling your hair out as you're so into the show and they're like these stupid fucking kids this coked up announcer and this horny, yeah. horny statue. God. This horny statue. This nasty statue. Yeah. Ugh. So Gross. dirty. Okay, anyways, for their lack of winning, the consolation prize was more shoes. Yep. And the savings bond. It's been bond. one episode and they've gotten them two pairs of shoes. Savings bond. $50 savings bond. Toward shoes, apparently. No, I think it was sponsored by the shoes. That's so lame still. $50 saving we were talking about. So it's like, so this is worth $25 today. And in 20 years, I can have $50. Yeah. Some of those people probably still haven't checked that out. I mean, they still... Could they? Yeah, I guess they could have for $50. What? The savings bond. Most of them probably lost it. Maybe. They're just like, mom, look at this. And then the moat just... A breeze just pulled it in. And you don't want to dive into that. that <laughs> you're, you're not done. Yeah. At the end of a day of filming, you're not yeah, going exactly. back into the boat. Yeah. It's a hazmat at that point. Nothing happened in there. <laughs> yeah. All right. I I want to talk probably way too much about the Blue Barracuda's Temple Run. Uh, I mean, let's get into it. Well, first, some just general observations about the temple. Mm-hmm. So obviously the time constraints and the fact that you've been filming for 12 hours already makes the temple pretty Yeah, hard. three minutes is tight. Three minutes is tight. I don't think there is necessarily a good reason. Like, I think the kids are just kind of fucking it up. Because yeah. I do think you should just cheese it for the whatever room has the item in it. Like, once you know what room has the item in it, get there. You don't have to use your tokens. You don't have to deal with the temple guards anymore. Yep. Like, you just have to get there as fast as possible. And there doesn't seem to be a reason why you can't. So some of the doors do not work. Do not work period yeah so in each episode they configure it so not every door opens so some may stay locked even if they're actuated so interesting in the second episode we saw this when she's trying to get out of the forest 
and she's trying to use her key on the doors and they're not opening. It's because the one she kept trying it on was locked. So some of it is to direct the kids in the right path and others are to keep them from taking like a really fast way through it. But I think most of it is the kids fucking it up still. Okay. That makes a little bit more sense. Also, the temple guardians are broken as fuck and totally unnecessary. Yeah. Like they break the entire competition of it. There's no, it's just like arbitrary. It's just like if you end up somewhere, you just lose automatically the second you see a temple. Some weird exec was into watching kids get scared. That's how it happened. Well, again, it was just the host's friends. Yeah. Yeah. And what's weird is after the temple guard ushered away the kid, the kid would come back, but it was clearly just the temple guard wearing the kid's (laughs) clothes. And I'm like, where did this kid go? Where's the kid? And nobody seems to notice. And the, the temple guard goes home with the kid's parents. And the kid's parents don't notice. Nobody cared. I mean, this is one of the most successful serial killers for sure. Yeah, it's the 90s. Right, right. And the weird thing is, I swear to God, one of the temple guards in a later episode was one of the kids <laughs> from one of the previous episodes. I have to go back. It's like lost. Yeah. It's the only way out. Yeah. My thought is... Those temple guards are just kids who've been playing Legends of right. the Temple. It's for like Jumanji. Years. <laughs> exactly. And you get a kid, you become that kid, that kid takes your place in the hidden temple. Yep. Yep. It's the only thing that makes sense. So it's a mix of Jumanji and Lost. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Yeah. The Blue Barracudas suck at running the fucking temple. They have to get the sash. I think it's in the sanctuary or the Shrine of the Silver Monkey or somewhere in that far. No, it's end. right next to the Shrine of the Silver Monkey, as I recall. It's be- what? What's below the observatory? Medusa's lair, I think. No, it's not a Medusa's lair. It's in a room that's very red. Yeah, that's... Uh... Barking up the wrong tree. It doesn't matter. It's somewhere in this fucking... Okay, there's a few temple. rooms I want to talk about. So they have the pit room, which does not seem like an obstacle, but... The one with the rope? Yeah, the rope. It was totally an obstacle when that girl had the pail in her hand. Yeah, that's an episode that we watched. Yeah. But like that one seems like, I guess it's like to get your feet wet to what's happening in the temple. Oh, and coming from somebody who's terrified of heights, that shit would have terrified you. Anyway, because I feel like a room in the temple has to have like some amount of puzzle plus challenge because that gets me into the room that infuriates me the goddamn most which is the jester's quarters where all you have to do is hit buttons on the wall and for whatever stupid reason these kids put their back to the wall to mimic the painting and don't look at where the buttons are and try and hit it backwards it's like what are you doing kid just look at what you're trying to do don't be maybe it's a rule there's no I don't rules think it's a in the rule. temple. I think in the second episode, they look at the wall. Yeah, exactly. There's yeah. just a good way to do it and a terrible way to do it. And they always do the terrible That's way. my favorite room, though. Yeah. I, like, that's the one I remember most vividly from my childhood. Let's not get into the laser light room being the stupidest fucking room. And all you have to do is pull eight panels off the thing. And every kid is like, oh, shit, it's not that one. All right, let me take another 15 seconds moving one other thing that I could have just swatted yeah. all of them off at the same time. Oh, was time. this first one the one that was like re- basically walking through this temple? Yes. Yeah, that was embarrassing. I guess he had been filming it's, for- Where's the sense of urgency? He'd been locked up no, for I, 16 days, so. 
yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. They've killed your family at this yeah. point in time. You've exhausted the losing teams. The moat is mostly shit at this point in <laughs> yeah. time. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Okay? He's like, you're just looking at temple your teammate, you're come thinking, at me. she's next. Yeah. You're thinking, okay, I'm going to eat my teammate. <laughs> I'm probably going to end up being one of these temple guards. I don't have a half of a pendant to shank one yeah. of them. So this is how I die. You know what? I'm walking. Fuck yeah. it. They walk, it's not going to be the They end walk of through it and take no puzzle with any urgency. And I think they lose in the sanctuary, which you have to spin the pillars to match the pictures. Yeah. And he's just like, time's up. He's like, all right. Oh, no. I have to go home. So another fun rule. If you lose the pendant, it's not like you have it and the temple guard gives you a free pass. You have to physically give them to them. So like if they were to drop it in the pit or something... That's potentially a life they just lost in this this run. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You can also just whip the pendant at a temple guard. Yeah, the, is what there's so much time lost in to... this exchange with the temple guard. Like, they're bartering. Like, no, don't take my pendant. Just let me go. It's like, no, just 10, 15 seconds are going by as this old man is yelling at you. I'm a kid. Help uh, me. Send me back to my parents. I've been trapped here for 27 years. Please. <laughs> that's they have no sympathy right. they're like pendant or you're taking my place right. <laughs> free me from this curse <laughs> or give me the pendant and doom me to another 20 30 years because they're not that temple guard only gets so many shots at being a temple guard mm-hmm. all i'm saying is what are there like several thousand temple guards right yeah and their spirits are trapped inside of the hidden temple well, yeah. right yep. and you only come up in the cycle every so often True. So you're really thinking, you're like, I hope this kid doesn't have his fucking pendant, because yep. I've been here since the Civil War. Right. <laughs> okay, question. Yep. If, so... How do you have so many questions about the mechanics? Let's <laughs> let's say I am the first teammate, yep. I get all my pendants taken from me, and I, and I get swapped out. Does the person who replaces me, mm-hmm. can they get hit by the temple guards at any point or is it only after they've reached the same room that that kid's in you could get hit by a temple guard that the other people didn't trip but most likely you're going to take the same path where they would have cleared the temple guards so like a room so you only has... are under the impression that there is a temple guard in each room just waiting there's three no, there's three temple guards in the whole temple and do they stay in one room no there's th- three in so three you could rooms. have quote unquote tripped the one that you're colleague didn't do but once once the person hits them it's done each three each individual one stays in one room okay and it's only one hit so so once your teammate has lost there is ostensibly only one temple guardian left that's fair but you have to pass through every yeah the only way the second person can win it for you is if you've moved i don't even get the mechanics of it like i feel like the first person has to win it because if you're moving the thing, all the temple guards are gone and the doors are open. I don't know. I, we didn't watch anyone where the second person did any made anything right. major. You just can't fuck it up before you get to the item. Right. Once you get to the item, you're free. Yeah, then you're good. Well, almost, because yeah. we'll and talk then, about this. <laughs> so then you get the item and then you have to go... Back out. Back out the same way? Nope, every door opens. Even the ones that were locked. So you just, yeah, you have to get to the pit as fast as possible. I think that's the common beginning. And then you go up Swing to back. the top of the pit, not through the goddamn cave. 
All right. The Blue Barracuda's fuck up getting the Silk Sash. Let's talk about the, the bonnet pretty quick. Okay, wait. Um, One, their, their prizes on the line uh-huh. was a CD player, a sleeping bag, and a backpack. That's what they led with. And then they mentioned the cruise. <laughs> and I'm like, fucking... I'm watching this, I'm like, wait, really? And a cruise like, to Mexico. <laughs> and a cruise. Also, do kids want to go on cruises? This isn't even when cruise ships were, like, awesome. It's like... It has a tennis court. So does the land. <laughs> like, so does terrestrial Earth. I don't I don't know. Because I remember watching game shows as a kid and thinking like, oh, a cruise. Yeah. But now I think about that, I'm like, what is that? What is that? There's nothing I don't, offer there. I wouldn't take a kid on a cruise yeah. right now. If you were like, oh, were you going to take your kid on that cruise? Trap yourself you'd ask me that. in close quarters yeah. with your child that yeah. you borderline hate? Yeah, first of all, diarrhea is a thing that happens on cruise ships. True. There's a whole virus that's associated just with cruise ship diarrhea. No thank you. Yeah. I, I, I would just be exhausted of this cruise ship so quickly. I don't even want to go on a cruise ship by myself, let alone with a, with a, with a child. Yeah, it sounds miserable. Yeah. This team just got the CD player though, right? They didn't even get to the, the sash. No, yeah. So if they got the sash, they would have gotten the sleeping bag and the backpack, I guess. And you know the real bummer is they don't even end up with jungle to jungle. <laughs> they should have lost early. So true. Because they don't get those good Tim Allen. You could have gotten fifty dollars in twenty fourteen money, or yeah, they would have been rich. They invest that fifty dollars in an Apple. antiquated CD player with no skip technology. And yeah, not even. Well, they could have held it up on the bus and listened to Coldplay. <laughs> Would have been great. Would have been great. Oh. Okay, so that's that's yeah. my closing comments okay. on the silk sash. As we get to the bonnie bonnet of Dolly Madison, mm-hmm. um, th- I, as I said, the moat crossing here is lame. Yep. Just the right. losers win. Return of Jafar, which is not lame, which is great. I mean, they should have lost. Yeah. right there and got just Return dive into the pit and swim around for. Yeah, I bet those winners were like, fuck, I wish I had gotten Return of Jafar instead of um, uh, East Pack back then. <laughs> do you think Am that, I reading this right? Do they announce, do you think they announce the, the prizes when these kids are like cast? No. No, so the kids didn't know yeah. during the episode what the prize Bummer. was. Because I was going to say, it would be great if you were like, ooh, Return of Jafar. Oh, I think I'll suck at this challenge so that I can go home and just watch my movie. Kids have no monetary value. They wouldn't like put that together. They would just be at each other's throats still. It's not monetary. It's about winning. It's not monetary. It's about winning. Yeah, they would much rather win and get BK ratchets. Yeah, you as your chubby self as a kid, you would have rather done physical activity rather than just watch a movie. Yeah, I would have squeezed through all the obstacles. I would have loved to watch (laughs) your chubby little self trying to fit through all those tubes. Yeah, they would have lubed me up on the horse. That's (laughs) what the point of that that challenge is. And I'm sliding. A lot of the kids, a lot of the kids came freely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm slipping and sliding through Temple Guard hands. Try and catch me. Try and Temple catch Guards me. Temple Guards can't catch you. Yeah. yeah. You go in there, greased yeah, pig. Exactly. <laughs> Don't wear any loose clothes. Grease yourself up. You're good to go. Well, I actually didn't need to use grease towards the later seasons because they never actually cleaned the pool. Actually, this is another fact I learned. Apparently, the dark forest smelt terrible because people were actually in those trees to be the temple guard they weren't like animatronic the arms 
and people would just sweat into them. Ew. And apparently the foam that they use on sets uh, doesn't air out very well. Yeah. Yeah, the dank forest. Yeah, mean? the dank forest. <laughs> it's it's nasty. <laughs> it's the bio forest. Yeah, basically. Uh, it's grody. It's grody AF. And that girl in the second episode seems utterly terrified by the dark yeah. forest because it's not working. Exactly. She's like, this is where yeah. I'm trapped forever? Also, thanks yeah. for interrupting my bit. What bit? Nothing. Yeah, okay. You know what? A noob's the funny one. You're the one that keeps us on track. And what do I do? I just laugh at you. Make fun of fat me. I'm the fluffer of our group. Yeah. Okay. I mean, a fluffer is very yeah, important. Lean in. <laughs> lean in. Yeah. Just be happy you have a job in this also, economy. Also, don't you love fluff? Yeah. Kali, really God. <laughs> I'm going to get you in a shirt that's like the fluffer. And have a picture of marshmallow fluff. You have to wear it just like unassumingly. Like you don't know what it could also mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my husband just calls me the fluffer. I don't know. I think it's because I love fluff so much. <laughs> I also love pillows. And I like them to be nice and fluffy. <laughs> That's such a mom move. <laughs> just full full mom. <laughs> so good. Right. Oh, they get down the steps. Okay. I forget which team. The steps, the trivia seems a little harder this yeah. time. Mm-hmm. I'll give them that. It's definitely a little tricky. It seems like the questions get harder too, which would be an interesting an interesting concept. But I, I don't really think they lean into that particularly well. Yeah. Uh, and then the most ridiculous line in the world, which is America's best known backpack, is Beast Pack. <laughs> Fuck off! Fuck off! Who do you think I am? Who do you, do you think you could just lie to me like that? Oh my god! And I wouldn't know that it's not Jansport. It's, it's fucking Jansport. Fucking Jansport. Bro. So you're trapped in a studio for six hours six hours and your consolation prize is a goddamn backpack yeah yeah it's a hundred and it's been 127 hours your arm is trapped underneath (laughs) a boulder and they say cut off your arm and you'll get this great east pack of backpack to carry it back and you say no don't worry unlike jansport which is handy capable and you could use it with one arm east pack requires two arms it so does. the arm it does say that very you cut off is no longer usable. <laughs> Trying to look up details on East Pack because I feel like I know nothing about it. And this article goes: the kids who didn't have Jansport backpacks had East ba- East Pack backpacks, <laughs> and they all acted like they were fine with that. <laughs> Quintessential yeah. to this prize. <laughs> yeah, you put your you get your East Pack backpack. You put your Mega Blocks in yeah. there. You put in your Rosenart crayons, <laughs> and you pretend that you're happy. <laughs> you're sad wait they're still making backpacks let's get some oh my god everything you remember sucks east pack backpacks that can be our first branded item well what we do is we do a prize episode Uh for our patreon Mm -hmm. which we will have uh where we go on a cruise right we watch jungle to jungle and return to jafar we wear only BK ratchets. sneakers, BK ratchets, BK ratchets, and uh, we do whatever thing that we were just talking about. Eat fluff, eat fluff. <laughs> East Pack and we fluff it up. East Pack and Jansport share parent company. That's actually is it like that's actually shocking. when your mom remarries and you're like, oh, East Pack's part of the family now, really. Yeah. But it turns out East Pack and Jansport were related, and now you're like, whoa, that's fucking dramatic. That's crazy. And East Pack and Jansport both still come to Thanksgiving, and it's super weird. Ate it. I'm enjoying this. Oh, what are the challenges in this episode? Because they're all different. 
This one has the jumping uh, bit, which I infuriated me. So there was a, there's a challenge where they're hooked up to har- bungee harnesses and they have to jump and get the um, president's portraits off the ceiling. And it's like, right. you don't, one of the kids is not looking up to grab it. Yeah. He, she's, yeah. She's looking down at the ground as she's jumping. Like, come on. That's not a rule. Well, she doesn't know. She can't feel her legs at that point. <laughs> Because she sustained a lower back injury during one of the previous challenges. Fell down the steps of knowledge. And... Yeah. And no one was allowed to help her. So she had to pull herself to her feet. And then they just threw her in that harness. She's numb from the waist down. So she has to look and physically like figure out how to jump yep. again. Is this... Yep. <laughs> Is this the episode where they had to roll down the cart and the horse, pick up one thing, and then just go back? Yeah. Yeah, so they needed to capture a British ship. And they did so by just rolling. It it took maybe 15 (laughs) seconds. Like, that's where I'm saying the difficulty curve on these challenges is just whack. It's just like, roll and then grab something and come back. They put it in that one, like, or whoever's made it the farthest. Like, if you can't make it back after 60 seconds, like... Yeah. Well, the thing is, I think one of the kids maybe cheated because there was a rope there and then the announcer's like and he's grabbing the rope and i'm like no i think I the think rope was... is how you pull yourself back yeah he's yeah because yeah. we watched the other episode they had the same challenge and they pulled themselves back on the rope and it took 15 that, that's seconds just fucking broken it's so fast yeah. do something also, put something in between them and the boat. i thought maybe like, having them have to get the boat back on top of the ramp would be good like if they because like all of them when they start going back their their boats just start shipping shifting horizontally and you're like okay this would be a fun part of the challenge to try and get them up onto the ramp again no they literally just stood on the ramp and got and i was like that seems like cheating they gotta put some fucking pillars or something in between them and the the paper mache boat yeah. that they have to capture <laughs> and the, just something <laughs> The final challenge is they have to swing towards their partner and pass off pieces of pewter. And talk about wildly varying levels yeah. of difficulty. This one sounds hard. This seems so hard. Yeah, it seems impossible. Like, these kids this don't have... fucking trampy yeah, shit. These and kids then... are like, what, 10, 12 years old? Like, they barely have hand-eye coordination, let alone foot-eye coordination. But they both managed yeah. to get one. It was pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah, that's impressive for sure. That's also, that's why there's no fat kids on this show. Because there's no way. Yeah. It just wouldn't happen. You, there's no way you're holding yourself up on that rope. I don't think I've ever been able to do that. I think this one was tough too because the these kids were, I mean, I felt like the rope was too low. So they had to, li- I mean, they had to really use their abs. And they're not to like calibrating. Lift. They're like, okay, okay, we'll make it so that you could say... In a plank position. Yeah, it just looked hard. It looked like they all had to really really lift their legs up really high. Because, like, all these kids were just, like, dragging. As soon as they'd hit the ramp, they were just dragging their feet on the ground. It's coming together now. The reason they have the moat is because no fat kid would cross the moat. So they're just weeding them out there. (laughs) It's like, can you hold your body up for four seconds as you hold a swing? No? Okay. All I'm telling you. Is they leave those fat kids in the moat. (laughs) (laughs) They don't leave the moat. Billy ain't leaving the mo. He's a moat boy now. If he doesn't get out on his own, he, he's part of the mo. Builds a little house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, which ch- eventually the moat challenges just say, oh, you just got to get across the moat and escape from the moat people. <laughs> just scamper across the dead bodies. And- <laughs> yeah. Some of those are alive and they want out. <laughs> and they're willing to cross over you to get out. <laughs> oh my god. Which team makes it to the temple? I don't know if it's important. They're all the same, Matt. They're a color and an animal. Got it. They have to get this bonnet. It's in one room. They do a much better job. There is some serious hustle here. Yeah. The girl who's the second runner after the guy gets pulled out makes it to the forest. Loses like a full minute in this place. Like, yeah, the forest fucks her, man. It's just she loses. Kirk so much is time screaming. There. She looks like she's ready to cry. Yeah, Kirk is screaming. Yeah. Do this, do that. It's not getting through to her. Eventually, she gets out. She gets. The bonnet starts making her way out and then decides to go the long way through as everyone's telling her to go up, go up. She's like, I'm going to get stuck in the caves and lose. It's like, cool. Good job. Bummer. Now you don't get to go on a cruise to the Bahamas with your family that you hate. I think that was her whole intent. She's like, I don't want to fucking hang out with my family on a boat for a week. I'm going to lose this. Well, what did they get as consolation prizes in you? They got a bag yeah and a telescope oh the telescope, the telescope that was that pretty was dope pretty cool. the telescope's not bad i think as far as consolation prizes go the telescope's a pretty solid consolation consolation yeah. prize a constellation prize a constipation prize if you guys could see matt's face right now he's really proud i'm of doing himself. it all like oh it's the game <laughs> yeah, oh, he's, he's full stone statue <laughs> right now let's just say you know what i mean <laughs> Did Matt just whisper rock on? <laughs> Let's rock the moat. Uh. <laughs> For the purposes of this metaphor, Colleen is the moat. <laughs> anyway, the episode that I sent as bonus content was one handpicked where they won the temple run. Oh, shit. Well, alas, alas. Okay, so we can skip over, let's just say, most of the episode, but how'd they win this temple run? So this is, this is how it goes. The first person goes in who's the girl, which I feel like was not usually the strategy. I feel like I remember the guy going in first. Oh, is that so sexist, Matt? It's just what I remember. Oh, what a what a bold strategy, sending a woman in first to do a man's job. It paid off because she didn't encounter a single temple guard. Yeah. She gets the um, bucket, yep. which is huge. Huge. <laughs> She's carrying something like the size of her torso running through the cave. And then instead of going up again through the walkway, she decides to go through the ledges, caves thing, whatever, and gets out of the temple with one second left Damn. and wins that cruise. And That's oh my crazy. God, That's emotional. That's nail biter. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You should watch it because even knowing how it ends, you'll still be like, I don't think she's going to do it. And yeah. I felt like the reaction from Kirk at the end was... Like, not enough. I wanted more. Like, he was like, yeah, they won. All right, that's it. We'll see you next week. And you're like, wait, what? Well, the thing is, Kirk doesn't have an ounce of serotonin in his body. (laughs) He's so strung out at that point in time. I mean, it's been 42 hours (laughs) of nothing but cocaine. Got nothing. Gotta stay up. It's black coffee, cocaine, and Twizzlers. That's all he's eaten. That sounds pretty good. For 42 hours. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. He can't. He can't be hamming it up. 
True. He's got nothing left. He's got no juice left in those glands. So true. In his good glands. <laughs> so true. <laughs> He's burnt out, man. So yeah. looking back on Legends of the Hidden Temple, it's not a good show. It's not a good game show. No. None of the challenges are good. It's like not good in the way I remember it being, which was like, oh my God, I wish I could be on this show to do this. But it is so fun to take those elements and parse it out and be like, man, this show's budget was $7 an episode and they spent six fifty of it on East Pack backpacks and then 50 cents on copies of Jungle to Jungle from the bargain bin. And that's yeah. it. Look, they robbed a, they robbed a target. Yeah. <laughs> they just have the bargain Sorry, bin. Sorry, it was 94. They robbed a Kmart. Probably. A big fair, K. Fair, yes. But, like, yeah, I've... N- there wasn't even the, like, waves of nostalgia, because besides the teams and Olmec, I didn't remember any of the challenges. I didn't remember, like, the moat, really. Like, the steps of knowledge, I didn't... Like, so there was no, like, oh, my God, remember on Legends of the Hidden Temple when? It was all just new. Yeah. So it's just, like looks like 90s trash happening the whole time and it's like not even the not even kirk was was memorable like it wasn't like i saw his face it was like oh yeah the guy that hosted not no he's no mike o'malley and mo with the sco from guts i didn't really watch guts sure do do, 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 do you have it i don't have it a stutter yeah (laughs) i i think the only thing that was really uh, like reminiscent for me was the music because oh, yeah. music's always going to do that. The for like me. caw, yeah. the cawing bird opening up yeah. through the jungle. Yeah, the music, and then um, I re- I remembered vividly the knowledge steps or whatever they are, and then um, the one room in the temple where they have to like hit the buttons. Oh yeah, the shrine of the silver monkey is by far the best room. That's a good one too. Mostly because yeah. Olmec is obsessed with it. Yeah. Oh, well, you know him. Yeah, I, I, I know. The temple <laughs> is it. still awesome. Like, that as a concept looks so fun. Yeah. The, that set is really, really quite yeah. good. And it's definitely, like, something you could probably recreate for, like, some pretty major nostalgia. Yeah. Games. Oh, an escape uh, I, I guess I never watched Legends of the Hidden Temple, yeah. is what I'm finding out. Because I honestly don't remember any of this. I come from the generation where all Nickelodeon game shows were slime-based. <laughs> There's definitely a major slime component. And while I'm sure the moat gets slimy from all the moat boys, yeah, it's not I, I don't think it didn't I don't start think as slime. Focus the show. It started as water. Yep. It became yep. slime. That's how they actually rebranded Nickelodeon. Yeah. When they tried to drain the moat, it the was figure all figure it out slime. set is right below guts. Yeah. <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I need a shower Um, right now. (laughs) I think I think we're getting to that point in time where we rate the show Uh, on a scale of how many a rush of blood to the head is this worth? Well, I this is tough for me because I came out of the closet as such a cold boy for rush of blood to the head. So if I give it anything like full CD worth, that's crazy because that means like Coldplay is like nothing. Yeah, then you're just a closeted temple boy. Maybe I give it like a one. I don't think he's been closeted about his temple boyness. One, one politic, like one track maybe. One track. Like it's probably more than that. Like I could watch every episode of the show probably. 
Mm-hmm. Like, if this were on Netflix, I would just hit play until Netflix told me to stop. And then I'd keep, hit, keep hitting play until the show ran out. Yeah, it'd be like rewatching The Office. Like, something that I just put on while I'm cleaning or something. It, yeah. Yeah. So, like, but in terms of quality, it is pretty damn bad. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, maybe I'll leave it at one track. But Netflix, get the rights to this and please start streaming it. I think that I would give it a quarter of a rush of blood to the head. Okay. So like not it's like but not like the good quarter, like the four songs that I don't love, but that are still ringing those nostalgia bells. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to say something pretty controversial because both of these things are not things that I ever did as a child. So, I'm coming at these fresh. And in terms of novelness, in terms of just straight comedic value, <laughs> I, this was better than a rush no, of blood to the head. A rush of blood to the head was just some Coldplay ass Coldplay. Yeah. Okay, I listened to it. I was like, oh yeah, this is Coldplay. Cool. This was mind bending. <laughs> I mean, if you convinced you could have convinced me, I leapt into another <laughs> dimension when they talked about America's best known backpack being East. <laughs> I was like in the Berenstein Bears universe. <laughs> I was like in a different world. <laughs> oh, you know everybody has East Pack backpacks. I'm like, fuck, I I don't belong. Here. Yeah, this show was pretty wild. It was a weird time yeah. capsule where it wasn't any of the cool things from that time. It's like a budget time capsule. They're like, oh shit, we'll put the BK ratchets, these savings bonds, brought to you by Nesquik. Don't worry, it'll never dissolve in your milk. And then a cruise from Norwegian Cruise Lines. Right, and so I have not thought. About jungle to jungle <laughs> in years. <laughs> many, many years. Double digit years. Approximately At 15 least, years. I'm going to say 15 too. I, yeah, I don't think it's it's been 15 years since I've thought about jungle to jungle. So for that alone, I will give this 1.5 rush of blood to the head. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Olmec's got yeah. like... At least one rush of blood. To the head. <laughs> oh, he's got a rush of blood to the head already. <laughs> oh boy, because he's ju- he's just one giant. Yep. Head. So uh, technically, wherever the yeah. blood rushes, it's to it's the just head. medically relevant. True. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. I'm gonna say, uh, yeah, thanks for listening to everything you remember sucks. Uh, I could come up with a pithy tease about next week's episode, but instead I'm going to say either we're going to watch Jungle to Jungle or Return to Jafar, and there's only one way to find out. So I'll see you next week, guys.